Hi listeners, I'm on a train platform, which is why you might be able to hear some wind. Anyhow, you're listening to Very Loose Women on Resonance FM and podcast, possibly. Um, Welcome back after our summer break. I'm Leo. This episode is a guided tour of the Shh, that's SH exclamation mark, Women's Erotic Emporium, which can be found at 57 Hoxton Square in East London. For more details about the shop, go to www.sh-womenstore, or one word, dot com. And now over to Evie, who works in the shop. She gave a little tour to Emma and me. and we're joined today by our special guest Evie and she's giving us a tour. Evie can you tell us where we are and what you do here? Hi so we are at Shush Women's Store. This is where I work. I work in the retail and events department of Shush. Uh, We uh, are a female focused sex shop so we sell everything to help women have pleasure and we've been helping women have pleasure, find pleasure for 25 years, not me personally, but uh, us as a company. That's what we do here. And we also have events and classes and lots of different things. It's a lot of fun. Can you tell us a bit more about how it first started? It was set up by Kai Hoyle, and it was set up because of the sort of the sex shops in Soho that she felt like she wanted to go in and buy something for herself, but she felt like it wasn't her, it wasn't really a female space. She didn't feel comfortable going into those shops. And as a reaction to that, set up in 1992 set up shush yeah. and how did you end up working here i ended up working here because i work i work freelance and it drives me insane <laughs> and so i just want i wanted a job that i would go to the same place once a week and i was like who do i want to be around feminists who talk about sex and that led me here it's one of my favorite jobs i've ever had it's so much fun it's so much fun to talk about sex all day to problem solve with people as well so if if someone comes in with a very specific problem it's an amazing experience to sort of help them get to the bottom of what they need what could help them that sort of thing so we've started our tour in the basement. Can you tell us which makes it sound a bit? It does make it sound Dang, very sorry. Kinky. <laughs> the lower ground floor of the shop. Um, what can you tell us? What can describe the scene? Our ground floor includes um, a bathroom, a uh, dressing room to try on various things, try on harnesses or lingerie. Then we have here is our sort of novelty section. We have lots of games and we have uh, candy bras, candy uh, posing pouches. Candy uh, nipple tassels candy I don't think I've ever seen tassels. before. Mm. Oh, they're, and they're surprisingly hard, like it's difficult to do the whole twirling around thing. I would imagine it's, it's really quite difficult, difficult anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's true. Fancy dress sort of lingerie. We have games, they're all sort of sex based, sort of like little uh, board games and the the penalties or the uh, prizes are... there's one here that says the game that binds couples together I really like this this wordplay 
monogamy. Oh, I never would have thought it was monogamy. That's very interesting. I've actually recently been playing a game. Well, I say playing. I found a game in my house, which was left by the lads who used to live there before. And it's the um, Full Monte... Monte? Full Mon- <laughs> Del Monte. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. The Full Monte, it's like the companion game to the film. All the questions are basically about stripping or the film, the Full Monte. So it'd be like do an impression of Dave saying this and I'm like I've never seen the film I like I don't know where anyone's got this from but it's quite fun that's so niche <laughs> yeah, I know it's like, who would know that I've never done any of the dares but I imagine they're steamy <laughs> lots of massage oils and candles these cool candles and some of them are they call them kissable so I think it's if they call them edible, people might think they can just like eat pints oh. of candle, which never do. But um, <laughs> these are really brilliant because you can light, and then the the wax burns as an oil, and then and it's cooler than a normal candle would oh, be. Okay. So you then pour them over each other, and you can use them as a massage oil. Oh, okay, and they're just really lovely smelling. I can um, corroborate that information, but not from a bondage perspective. I was recently trying to do some like wax batik, you know, like clothes dyeing mm. things. And I went to my friend's house and he said, oh, I've got some bondage candles and they do not work for batiking purposes. They do not work as well as a regular candle because of those properties, uh, like, because yeah. they're safer for you, but they're not, it's not better for batiking. So well. any batikers out there, don't, don't go for a bondage candle. Any bondage fans, that. come to... Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's what all these are. And they burn at, as I say, lower temperatures. They don't, okay. they don't burn you, which for some sort of fetishists and some is a bad thing. Some, it's a great thing. Mm. It's a great thing if you just sort of want to play with kinkiness. This is various different games as well. Dominate. Uh, and again, really, really good place to start. If uh, we get it quite often, someone would come in and say I want to get into kink I want me and my partner want to start playing how do we do that Mm. perfect place to start have a game that structures it absolutely perfect let's dominate with an 8 I just feel that that (laughs) there's a lot of strange wordplay here I'm enjoying it I'm also quite intrigued by the kinky heart game yeah have you played it of course we can you unwrap lots of little scrolls (gasps) And then it gives you suggestions. Do some kind of materials. Tur- what? Oh, it's a question. Do some kind of materials turn you on by their appearance, texture, or smell? Silk, leather, cotton, rubber, velvet, vinyl, etc. Question mark. I like the way you tried to say etc. in kind of sexy way as well. Etc. <laughs> et you know what I mean. Great. Can would I? Like to I would love one to out? tweeze one out. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Would you like to answer my question? Do materials turn you on? Leah? No. <laughs> Done. I'm, I'm not good at this. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. Do materials turn you off? Is not the question that I've got, but I'm just wondering if anyone has answered that. That would be that a one. terrible sex toy question. I have a friend who is petrified of satin. Like it really makes her. It's like it's like nails on a chalkboard for her, which I always find really interesting. But no, I, I don't think any t- materials particularly turn me off. My question is: This is uh, from the box. How does the idea of being slapped in the face during sex make you feel? Very uncomfortable. Uncomfortable is what I was going to say also. And there is also a Spanish translation on the back for yeah. those playing in Spanish. Excellent. Very inclusive. But it's okay if it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, That's obviously. just what we're both saying. Yeah, but, absolutely. You know, and I think it's, it's all about, yeah, it's all about consent and it's all about the, um, the parameters of the game that you've put in beforehand. And we have a bedroom bondage class and a spanking class all about this. Again, if, you, if it's something you want to try and you don't have much experience of it, it really turns you on, but you are worried about, about how to set up the parameters, how to structure it. We do a class on a Wednesday that tells you exactly this. Cool. All the details are on our website. 
Um, so then we sort of have, this is our cock ring section. And now we get a lot of questions about like sort of why, why we have boys toys. And cock rings are brilliant for women because lots of ours have a clitoral element to them. So they, can you hear the vibrations on it? Yes, <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> So it's an audio porn. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness, that's amazing! We've discovered a new type of radio, <laughs> and, we, and we have so many different vibrations. This is going to really this is going to be a great, great whole episode. Sound art. So <laughs> I really um because I work in, in cabaret a lot. Um, a friend of mine, we're doing a show in August where we uh where we're going to make a vibrator orchestra. Oh wow! We want to get. We're going to see if it works. Maybe it doesn't. We That's want to do so like cool. handbells, but with vibrators. That is definitely something <laughs> resonance would love. I think. <laughs> um, yeah. So cock rings. This is quite an intense one. Oh my goodness! <laughs> wow. This is a yeah. really nice rechargeable one with lots of different speeds and patterns. And it's called the Cool Boy. This is a real preview for you. Yeah. This, is so this is amazing. Um, can you tell us a bit more about Because you were saying that, you know, some people say, well, why do you have men's toys here? So who's the shop really for? So the shop is for, for women. It's a female-focused sex shop. And that includes any aspect that, of sex that will make women's sex life better. And so if it is something for men that improves women's sex lives, and we have these uh, Tenga eggs, which we sell a lot of upstairs, which are male masturbators, effectively. But they make uh, women's sex lives better because it is a great sort of uh, compromise if maybe... Uh, it's a great way to give a handjob. It's the easiest handjob you'll ever give, for starters. And it is just a great way to, um, yeah, to sort of compromise if you don't feel like having sex, but maybe you want to do something for your partner. It's a great way to do it. How does that work? <laughs> asking for a friend uh. I'll show you they're so much fun <laughs> so this is our butt area uh, lots of butt plugs going from like teeny tiny to um, again lots of vibrations that's a vibrating butt plug yep. vibrating butt plug all our these are ones that we hand make ourselves in our studio in in, uh, in London oh right they all come with uh, the option you can either buy them just non-vibrating or they come with an option to have a bullet inserted and then they can vibrate and if you're getting into some bum fun uh, vibrations are great because it helps you relax it helps everything become a bit easier just to clarify can you explain what a bullet oh, is so a bullet is a small vibrator it's just a small vibrator the shape and size of about a bullet and they can be a bit bigger than that a bit smaller but it's just a type of a vibrator. This is our butt stuff. These are our prostate massages. Yeah, I didn't... There, apparently there's a P-spot. I didn't know that. Ah, so the P-spot is the male version of the G-spot. So it's the prostate, and it's located about three inches up inside the anus. It's effectively bladder tissue and a, a, a rectile tissue, and it's uh, best stimulated by a couple of fingers up the bum or a butt plug or anal beads or something like that. And I think it's becoming much and much more socially acceptable for men to admit that they're interested in a little bit of bum fun, which is great because it's an amazing pleasure centre for them. And um, yeah, it's brilliant that it's becoming more acceptable. Have you found that it's a more popular toy then, this kind of area? Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, prostate massages and pegging as well, which is um, a woman anally penetrating a man has become so much more popular it's really fashionable now um and our strap on and pegging class that we do every six weeks something like that used to be um uh lesbian couples learning how to use a strap on and now it's it's sort of now 50 50 
which is really it's really shifted over because I think it's just become more prevalent in porn and yeah it's been a really interesting trend in in sex retail why do you think that is do you know because I think it's becoming there was a real homophobia around uh, men trying out bum stuff and I think it that's becoming more relaxed and people are becoming more explorative of that sort of thing also I do think like Fifty Shades of Grey and that world being opened up for people has made especially sort of married slightly older couples much more open about trying different things maybe first they started and they came in and bought Fifty Shades of Grey nipple clamps or some like Benoit balls which is just pelvic floor exercises and then went from there Are there any other trends that you've seen? So I guess bum play is more popular and pegging is really popular at the moment. Is there anything else that you've noticed while you've been working here? Um, So I don't think I've been really working here long enough to see anything, but I do know that that Benoit balls, which are little metal balls that are great for Kegel exercises, but also you can use them during penetrative sex and they bang together and they're very pleasurable. Um, E.L. James talks, um, uh, mentions Benoit balls in the book and after Fifty Shades of Grey, when it was that phenomena, you mm. could not buy Ben Wobbles in the whole of Europe. Yeah, they right. were completely sold out everywhere. <laughs> I wonder if the same thing happened, because I do know that Ben Wobbles is the name of a Blink-182 song that I remember from my youth. And I wonder ah. if they equally sparked a movement to purchase a lot of Ben Wobbles. Oh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> That'd be interesting to find out. What year did that come out? I would guess uh, 94, but I could be wrong. Oh, interesting. That would be no, worth early, asking. Yeah, early to mid-90s. <laughs> This is more of our uh, spanking and fetish area. A very, very cool area. We, again, hand make all our leather goods in our studio in London. Uh, there are various different paddles. Again, some lovely audio. This is my favourite one because it has a heart cut out on it. And if you spank hard enough with it... Wow, and I did and actually you see a heart. imprint, imprint. a heart. I was Especially say, on me because I'm so pale. <laughs> oh, I was going to say it's kind of sweet, but I don't know. Maybe it's not. I don't know. <laughs> I was wondering, because I've, I've been here before and had to kind of look around. Mm-hmm. And as someone who's not a leather wearer in mm-hmm. my life, do you get many people requesting like non-leather items in this kind of area? And what, what do you have to offer? That is a really... Because I feel like there's a real cross-section between uh, the vegan, uh, eco, sort of... Uh, conscious people and people who are interested in trying explorative sex Mm. so it's a real interesting area that we're looking into currently we do a lot of rubber this is a really lovely rubber toy because a lot of rubber is uh, much harsher but this one is actually quite gentle if you feel that on your arm it's a really lovely one especially for sort of genital spanking (laughs) and a thing like that it's just nice but if you look if you the sort of the rubber paddles something like this is like it's much stingier it's much uh, much harder uh, but they are working on pleather and um, there there are more and more products are, are becoming vegan friendly sort of things yeah. good to know a concern for emma <laughs> and a lot of pe- other people as well apparently so that's interesting yeah, no, and there is definitely a real real call for it because our yeah the maize products are a really great brand for for vegan stuff i'll just show you as well these nipple mm. clamps and um so what uh, is a collars clamp? Um, oh, literally. A clamp for yeah, your nipples. Clamp your nipples. Yeah. This is a really mean one. <gasps> it's got like little teeth almost. It does have little teeth. And what we always suggest as well, like please, especially if you're new to kink and bondage, if you want to get into it, come and talk to us. This is a great, this is like a sucker, this one. And they, uh, yeah, they sort of suck your nipple rather than clamping onto it. Really great beginner one. 
And I think a lot of people, what they do is they come in and buy the meanest looking thing and then uh, wonder why their partner runs for the hills <laughs> when, they, uh, when they try it out. And it is great to start slow and start nice, but playing with the different sensations. And it can be really um, fulfilling. We also have these amazing cunnilingus pants. <laughs> and they're made by a man who also makes, I think he makes fake limbs for people. And he does this on the side out of the similar materials they're really kind of really rubbery. amazing can you describe it and what it's been how it looks? yeah so they are it's a sort of um a brief made out of a rubber silicon and there is a mouth hole right where you would want your um clit pleasured and there is also an opening at the back as well and they are lace up and one of them glows in the dark because oh. that's what you want <laughs> <laughs> this seems like more traditional I don't know if that's true. Yeah, yeah corsets. Uh, we have garters. Um, a lovely knickers. These are one of my favourite. I think knickers is such an unsexy one. <laughs> Briefs. Uh, and we have lots of open back things, which I think are really sexy. Uh, we also have these amazing pearl thongs. And the idea is that you wear these, but they stimulate your clitoris while you're wearing them. Okay. Um, so they're sort of to get you in the mood as well as looking very sexy sort of our lingerie section We've got stockings here gloves and feather boas and one of the headbands that you're wearing on the, one of the cat, cat ear headbands, cat ear headbands yeah. Yeah. here we have some more uh, more dildos um, these are mainly for butt stuff mainly for these are butt plugs and metal is really great for the g-spot as well so these are also so these are all in a cabinet they're very sort of daintily laid out it um, looks like a special area don't know is that on purpose Are, like metal ones more expensive um i think they just look prettier oh. <laughs> they're not necessarily more expensive yeah they're really great for g-spot stimulation and we just i think like the gold so we put them in a nice cabinet i was just thinking i mean as you say maybe they're not necessarily more expensive but like sex toys in general can be quite expensive also it made me think that maybe when people were in a relationship and they have this kind of, you know, sex toy stockpile, and then when they break up, what can they do with them? Is what I've been thinking about. Because, you know, like, maybe no one wants to keep them, but you can't really give them away. What do you do? Do you have any advice? It's an issue. Like, I, all of our sex toys, almost all of them are completely non-porous. So our silicon, our glass and metal toys, once you clean them, they are good as new. So really, hygienically, you could easily use them on a different partner or someone else could use them. I think it's just the psychology of yeah. it. I, I, part of me wants to start a sort of sex toy library. I want to call it Come Again. Oh. <laughs> and, um, but I, I think psychologically it would be a real uh, terrible idea because I don't think people can get their heads around mm. that. I, I agree. I don't think I could do it. And I've changed sort of toys with partners because I... There is something that's like it was our thing, and now mm. that's over. Something, yeah, like, like a sex toy amnesty. You know, you get those little boxes, <laughs> <and> <laughs> just shove it in there, and forget about it. Maybe, but yeah, we but should I, be recycling them somehow. It is a real shame because they are like hygienically. If it's a non-porous toy, there is no reason. It's like throwing away plates that you used with your ex-partner. <laughs> like, you don't really need to to swap mm. it, but. Yeah, I understand that, why people want to. Speaking of hygiene then, can you give us any tips in terms of how you would clean any of your products mm. and like what advice you would give? Yeah, 
absolutely they're all slightly different with vibrators if they're waterproof i would just some warm water some body safe antibacterial soap or we also sell a toy cleaner which you just spray on wipe on the toy and let it air dry um with our silicon dildos you can just wash them in the dishwasher just make sure your flatmates are out or <laughs> no children gonna unload the dishwasher dead easy and you can also boil them as well we also sell moon cups again we boil them oh. to keep them sanitized we've been meaning to buy a moon cup for a long time we're always talking about moon cups moon on the show cups are brilliant everyone who comes on the show like is always really shocked that we don't all use moon cups and always takes us to task it surprises me it surprises me I guess that's a compliment in a way, but I also feel bad now. <laughs> um, so this was a kind of vegan-friendly area you were discussing earlier, is that right? So the, um, this isn't necessarily like the vegan-friendly area. Uh, we just have our maize products here, okay. which are vegan-friendly um, and made from pleather. This is one of my favourite things we sell, and I own this beautiful collar with a whip coming down from it, and it's so gorgeous, and it is made from pleather so it's entirely vegan very nice would you like to try the body paint yes okay yeah so like, my cherry is my favorite so this is just very sort of simple and it also comes with a quill so you can pop it on each other do you want to pop it on me emma no what do i do, do you, you just try, try, try it picture? on you... try a little picture well, i'm gonna try and do a hard but it's quite hard <laughs> oh sorry leo it's a little heart for you it's quite difficult it's a half a heart it's sort of a heart it's half a heart how is that half a heart? It's like you cut off the end. What, there? No. The, oh, I get it. Sorry, I wasn't understanding it. There you go. Now it's fully a heart. Are you happy? Yeah. Okay, enjoy. <laughs> You're going to have some sticky ass. <laughs> I think you should probably lick that off and I'll lick the other side of the stick. Is it, is nice? it going free? It's really nice. Is it going free? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not, now I'm going to have to like, lick your arm. <laughs> what a trick. <laughs> yeah, where are the vegan gluten-free products, please? <laughs> I assume it is. It just looks like sweets, it's yeah. It's just like sugar and yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, there we go. Sugar and glucose syrup, so I'll just go for it. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Killed Leo with uh, body pain. <laughs> it's okay, I just haven't washed my arm in a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you are. Sort of. I feel like Delicious. a cat. What are the other flavours? So there's chocolate. There's that the one you tried was cherry. Yeah, it's definitely cherry. Butter caramel and wild strawberry. Very nice. Yeah. Cool. These are really lovely. They're just so simple. They're little pom poms with a little mm. stick on the end. And again, a great thing if someone wants to get into kink because it is really gentle, really nice. It is just essentially a feather, but it is starting to play with textures and different things and it is a really lovely gateway. Are we in the loop? We're in the lube section. These are oral pleasure mints. They increase your saliva glands. Oh. Um, so you chew them and they, they make you salivate. They're also really great if you're hungover. I have some by my bed when I just have dry mouth. <laughs> they're really great. These are throat coating blowjob creams. So you pop, if you try a little bit, and you sort of swill it around your mouth, and your throat, it gets coated by that sort of sugary candy floss taste how are you dealing with that and it means you can't if you really hate the taste of your partner's genitals it's uh, a great way to deal with it wow okay so that's it's functional it's just to kind of 
a taste cover-upper. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is, yeah, I feel very candy flossy in my mouth. Yeah, it really, really gets down there. I should have actually warned you about that before. <laughs> I didn't really know it was happening, I just put it in my mouth. And these are our flavoured loops. Again, flavoured loops are great if you're a little bit, like, really don't like the taste of, um, of Genesis, which is fair enough. Not everyone does. Banana is my favourite. Which is weird, and also I like the uh, wordplay of it. Yes, it's quite appropriate. Um, that was a good sound. Do we do it again? <laughs> I'm also just looking around and thinking, I mean, it probably isn't advice, but a lot of these products, if you were like locked in your bedroom, a couple of them are kind of edible, so like you'd, you'd survive a little bit. My friend wants to write a Vice article of, uh, I lived on I lived on lube for however <laughs> long. <laughs> I lived on lube for a year, here's what happened. I think a year is inadvisable. <laughs> I think a day is probably not advisable either, but that was having an original idea. Hey listeners, thanks for listening to this uh, guided tour of the Sh Women's Erotic Emporium or Shush Women's Erotic Emporium that is in East London, 57 Hoxton Square. You can find out more about the products or just ask them questions at www.sh-womenstore.com. You can also find out more about Very Loose Women at VLW Radio on Twitter or go onto our Facebook group which is dreadfully underfollowed and also obviously download our podcast which you can find on Acast, iTunes, all the places where you find podcasts. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Bye.